Hi, thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Howard Unger, and The Pharmacist is in. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening. I hope everybody's doing well. This week, we'd like to talk, or I'd like to talk, about a problem that all of us are going to confront at some point in our lives, and that's irregularity or constipation. I'd like to talk about how we might be able to prevent it through not going to laxatives, to the types of laxatives, how they work. Laxatives work in different ways. They also have different onset of action. Some laxatives work very quickly. Some laxatives you need to take for a few days before they start to work. So we'll talk about laxatives today. So let's get started. First, let's kind of define what constipation or irregularity is. We've all had times where we've been a little off. There's something wrong where our normal, our normal method of bowel movement just isn't there. Now, what's normal for you, what's normal for the, another person, what's normal for me, can be quite different. So there's no real normal. Some people go once a day, some people go once every two days. Depending upon how your body functions, that would be your normal. When you have an issue where, for example, you're not going for quite some time, where you may be having some abdominal pains, that's something you may want to make an appointment with your healthcare provider and talk about. But overall, when confronted with this, it's usually due to maybe our diet doesn't contain enough bulk. Fruits, vegetables, grains, oats, bulking agents that we really need to have in our diet to maintain a normal, healthy colon and small intestine and bowel movement regularity. It can be because we're not drinking enough water, not coffee, not tea. Certainly not alcohol. All of those are somewhat dehydrating. Water, simple, pure water. We should be drinking at least five or six or seven plus glasses of water a day. All of us should be drinking a lot more water than we think we are. Another problem is exercise or lack of it. Exercise moves our muscles, moves our muscles surrounding our, our intestinal tract, and basically helps promote the stool to move through the intestinal tract into the colon, and we evacuate it. So lifestyle changes, or lifestyle, has a definite impact on regularity, eating enough of the bulk and oats, wheat, bran, roughage, that's one. Drinking enough water, just water, is two. And getting exercise, those three variables impact our lifestyle and impact how regular we are or not. And again, what's normal for me, what's normal for you, two different things. We're, both, we're all individuals. We all have our normal rhythm of moving our bowels. Now, there is another factor here is medication. Many medications will cause a slowing of your intestinal tract. So this is a good time to talk to your pharmacist, ask them whether any of the medications that you are taking currently can cause constipation. So let me correct myself. Exercise, diet, proper hydration, and medications you're on. So there are four specific areas where there is a possibility of it impacting your normal colon flow and your normal bowel movement. What causes constipation? Very simply, it's a very hard stool. Being, being the fact that it's hard can't easily go around the curves and turns of your small intestine and your colon. 
And so what happens is the stool is very hard, can't make it through or slows down, slows down the passage of stool through your colon and you kind of get backed up for lack of a better word. And it's very uncomfortable. We have five categories of laxatives, bulk laxatives, osmotic laxatives, stool softeners, stimulants, and suppositories. All of them work to, of course, treat constipation, but they work in different ways, and they have different times of action. I'll be talking about each one of these categories separately. It's generally recommended that you start off with a mild laxative uh, first, before we go into any of the others. And those are called the bulk laxatives. Now, the bulk laxatives, basically, it's bulk fiber. It's the types of uh, Metamucil, Citrusel, Benefiber. They are a fibrous material that when you drink water with it, they absorb it, and it forms a bulk type of stool that stimulates the intestinal tract, the small intestines, to contract and therefore push the dried hard stool through the intestinal tract. So those are how the bulk laxatives work. Now, they do and can cause bloating and cramping because you are forming a stool by taking this bulk fiber, hydrating it, and then it's creating another stool and stimulating that of what we call peristalsis, which is, I know it's a big word, peristalsis, which is the contractions of the intestinal tract to push ingredients or uh, to push items through the intestinal tract. It's the contraction of the muscles around surrounding the intestinal tract. And we know the intestinal tract is a tube to push any of the material inside the intestinal tract through and along its path. That's called peristalsis. So what bulk laxatives do is by becoming a stool, it stimulates peristalsis or these contractions around the intestinal tract to push that hard stool that's causing the constipation, that hard dry stool, through the intestinal tract. Now, with this, some of the side effects, you may get bloating, you may even get cramping, uh, gas formation, but this is all caused by that stimulation of the intestinal tract and you creating a stool out of this, high, this fibrous material. The second type or category, I should say, of laxative is what we call osmotic laxatives. These are the uh, Philips Milk of Magnesia, the Miralax. Those are the types of laxatives that are osmotic. And what they do is when you take them, they draw water from your body into the intestinal tract. Now, why is this important? Well, the cause of constipation being a hard, dry stool. What they're trying to do with this medication is to hydrate that stool soften it up, get water around it, have it absorb water, have it soften up so it can travel through the intestinal tract. The side effects of uh, 
Milk of Mag and Miralax and other osmotic, uh, osmotic laxatives can be bloating, cramping, gas formation. Those are generally the side effects. Another category are the stool softeners. These are colase. Another name would be docusate. And these work in an interesting way. What they do is they allow uh, fluid to enter that hard stool. They facilitate or help fluid to enter that hard, dry stool to soften that stool so, again, it goes through the intestinal tract a lot easier and therefore takes care of the uh, constipation. Now, with this particular type of um, medication or laxative, this does take at least two to three days before it works. So, onset of action with this type of medication is going to be a lot longer than, for example, with the uh, bulk laxatives, with the osmotic laxatives. This is going to take a lot longer, but it is also gentler and maybe an option if, for example, you have a medication that does cause constipation. Taking a stool softener may be your choice because what it does is it increases the amount of hydration in that hard stool and it works gently. Now, before you take the colase, though, I would ask your pharmacist to make sure that there are no medication interactions with colase and what you're taking. But that would be a choice to take if you're taking a multitude of medications. You need something gentle that you can take on a regular basis, the medication, I say, and soften your stool, preventing that of constipation. Stimulants are another category. Stimulants work by, by stimulating the intestinal tract and triggering contractions of the intestinal tract. This is not as gentle as the other classes of laxatives. These medications are like Ducalax, Senecot. They stimulate the intestinal tract by triggering contractions and therefore pushing the hard, dry stool through the intestinal tract. So in this case, there is no hydration of that hard, dry stool. Okay, there's no softening mechanism. What they're doing is just triggering peristalsis, those contractions chemically, and pushing that stool through. A bit more aggressive, uh, not as gentle as the other laxatives that we've just discussed. Some of the side effects of the stimulants, bloating, cramping, belching, nausea. There may even be some discoloration of the urine and possibly diarrhea. So the stimulants are far more aggressive, far more active, not nearly as gentle as the other, the other classes of laxatives we've talked about. Finally, we have the class of laxatives that are suppositories. These are also somewhat stimulants. Suppositories, we have Ducalax suppositories. They also are stimulants. They also carry the same side effects as the oral laxative stimulants. And because they're inserted into the rectum, they can cause rectal irritation. When taking laxatives chronically, you run into a number of issues that can occur. These laxatives should not be taken chronically. As I've said before, please read the labels on all of these medications. Even though they're over-the-counter, they are medications. 
They do have an effect on your body. Taking them and abusing them can cause multitudes of problems. With laxatives, chronic medication, or chronic, uh, chronically taking them can cause bloody stools, severe cramping, abdominal problems, irritated uh, rectum, dizziness, weakness due to potentially losing a lot of uh, fluids, diarrhea. Laxatives are not recommended for children under the age of six. And I always say, if you're going to be giving it to a child, always contact your pediatrician or healthcare provider to get their okay. In my show notes, I'll have a list of the classes of laxatives and the products that are within those classes. I may not have all of them, but there certainly would be enough that you would, if you ever need to go into the pharmacy and find uh, and look for one, they'll be on the shelf. Please ask your pharmacist prior to taking any laxative whether or not there are any medications that there may be drug interactions with so that they could recommend another form of laxative. Generally speaking, most laxatives don't have any medication interactions, but better to be safe and ask your pharmacist uh, and maybe ask your pharmacist to recommend a laxative for you. So let me do a fast recap on laxatives. There are five classifications of laxatives. There are the bulk, osmotic, stool softener, stimulant, and suppository. The bulk works by stimulating peristalsis, which is the normal contractions around the intestinal tract to push, in, uh, to push its contents through to the colon where it will be defecated. Those are usually fibrous material. You drink water with it. They form a stool that stimulates the intestinal tract into peristaltic action or contractions. You have the osmotic laxatives. As we said, Generally, constipation is caused by a large, hard, dry stool, dry being the key word. The asthmatic brings fluid or water into the intestinal tract, softens the uh, stool, makes it allow, allows it to be able to go through all the curves and turns of the intestinal tract. That's generally what we have there. It is medications such as milk of magnesia, Miralax. Probably the gentlest class of laxatives are stool softeners. These are usually taken more chronically because they take longer period of time to work, two, three, four days for it to actually take action. Many times I find patients who are on multiple medications in which there may be a medication that causes constipation. They'll add a stool softener to the therapy uh, to prevent the side effect of that medication. Stimulants are probably the most aggressive type of laxative the ducalaxes, the biscadils, they call them, or ducalax, they will basically stimulate the intestinal tract to a trigger stimulation of the intestinal tract to contract and force the contents of the intestinal tract uh, through the uh, colon and to evacuate it. And finally, you have suppositories, which really are kind of like stimulants also. It's inserted rectally stimulates, uh, has all the same actions of a stimulant, and there you have um, possible side effect of rectal irritation. In general, the, the, the side effects of most of these are cramping, bloating, gas formation, belching, uh, potential diarrhea, but that's generally the common side effects of them. 
So I hope this has basically answered a lot of your questions about laxatives, how to choose them. When in doubt, go to your pharmacist, ask them. If you're on multiple medications, make sure you ask them about any medication interactions with what you're on and laxatives. So till next time, thank you for listening and stay medication smart. This has been the Pharmacist is In podcast hosted by Howard Unger. If you like what you heard, please click on the subscribe button. And if you feel so, leave comments in the star rating below. It really helps the podcast in gaining greater exposure to larger audiences. And why not? This is important information. I would like to mention I have no affiliation with any pharmaceutical company or medical institution, nor do I represent any product, product line, or corporate pharmacy entities. Please remember that this podcast is not a substitute for your healthcare provider. If you should have any questions concerning diagnosis or treatment, contact your trusted healthcare provider. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me next week for the Pharmacist is In podcast. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay medication smart.